Hey everybody, it's your boy Garrett J. White, the founder of Wake Up Warrior and CEO of DKW Styling. Welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this. What the $37? Sit back, relax, and welcome to today's Daily Fire. All right, my friends, so I'm not going to bullshit you. Not going to bullshit you what just occurred to me. Well, I must be an idiot or a man that just doesn't pay attention to details. So it uh, it was a late night of work. Um, we ended up at the chiropractor with me and my daughters and my wife. Went to the chiropractor, Dr. Daniel, love him. He's great, Nexus Chiropractic. If you're not going to chiropractic, I would suggest that you get off your ass and do this. So anyways, um, we get done with that, and then we go looking for food. My daughter's having a meltdown. She wants to go to Jack in the Box. I'm like, hell no, I'm eating Jack in the Box. So there's this place over by my office um, called Schwack Tacos. It's fantastic. If you're ever in Dana Point, California, um, I would check it out. Schwack fucking tacos. They don't actually put fucking in there, but it's Schwack tacos. Anyways, very, very good food. Organic food. Super healthy, like super good. Like some people don't think it's healthy. Fries are good. Food's good. Like it's just, it's all very, very, very good food. I enjoy it. I love it. I eat it several times. I literally was just like sucking some of the food between my teeth out. So anyways, I go there and uh, I order, I get to the board uh, and I order my first drink or my first um, food, which is a few sandwiches. I got great burgers, tacos, chicken sandwiches, etc. So I order a barbecue chicken sandwich. She types it in and then I go, no, 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 never mind, never mind, never mind. Let's do the, let's do the Hawaiian chick sandwich, right? Which is like kind of got pineapple on it. It's good. I changed my mind. So, and then I order a beer and then I order some French fries, which are really just potato wedges. They're actually really good. I like them. They're thicker. I don't know if you've ever done this. I like the thin fries, like the actually like thick, chunky, kind of thick ah, fry. <clears throat> So I get to uh, the time to pay, and she says that's, you know, ask me for the card. I give her the card. She tells me a total. I didn't even pay attention. And then I come to sign the receipt, and I was like, $33. What the fuck? And then I, I put a tip on there because I did a great job there. I put a $3 tip on there, and I'm like, here you go. Because they don't really, that you know, you order at a till. You don't order at your table, but I appreciate they clean up after me, and I just like it. It's local business, so I'm like, I want to hook everybody up because they're great. So I tip them out, and we're sitting there, and... <laughs> And then I get my food, and my food comes out, and they bring me this monstrous amount of food. They bring me two sandwiches, like potato wedges, plus I got my beer, plus I'm sitting, I'm like, wait, 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 are you sure this is mine? And the girl looks at me, she's like, yeah, these are yours. I was like, no, 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 seriously, are you sure these are mine? And she goes back, she looks at it, and she said, do you have your receipt? And I said, yeah, and she's like, you're Garrett. And I was like, yes, I am. And she said, yeah, it appears that you ordered two. And I was like, hmm. So then I look at the cute girl who's like 18 years old. She's working the front desk and she uh, she obviously screwed up the order. She put in two orders of what I said. She put in the barbecue sandwich. She also put in the, well, the Hawaiian chick sandwich. Both these sandwiches get put in and I'm sitting there with this dilemma. And the dilemma is pretty simple. The dilemma is this. Um, pay attention to the fucking details. When I looked at the bill and I was paying, I should have noticed. But I didn't notice. I didn't pay attention. Like, at all. I was so hungry. I didn't care. I was like, listen, give me my beer. Give me my sandwich. Give me my fries. Let me eat them in peace. And I'm going to go home because my daughter is having a meltdown about Jack in the Box. I was not going to the Jack in the Box. She went with my wife. I Listen, I'm not paying attention to the details at all. But then I'm sitting there laughing. 
laughing about the situation because I don't pay attention to the details. And that is absolutely our principle for today, which is this. When you don't pay attention to the details, you pay a price. When you don't pay attention to the details, you pay a price. When you don't pay attention to the details, you pay a price. And I paid a price tonight. (laughs) I got two sandwiches and, uh, well, I paid the price of like a shitload more than I was expecting to pay for dinner tonight by myself. My question for you is this. Where in your world across body being balanced and business do you find yourself inside the core four not paying attention to the details and in such you are paying a very high price, an extra price, a price that is not necessary, but you are paying that price nonetheless because you're not fucking paying attention. Where's that at? Figure that out. Pull out your warm-up and weapon, a.k.a. journal of your pen. I want you to write that down. Here is the area that I am currently currently not paying attention to the details and I am confident that I'm paying the price. And here's the second question. What is the price that you're paying for not paying attention to the details? Mine was an extra 10 bucks. What's yours? My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire. Parable and a principle. Up next is the Daily Fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of Living the Warrior's Way found in the Warrior Book. So if you don't have a copy of the Warrior Book, well, guess what? Although this next Daily Fuel is going to be powerful, it won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child is going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. Okay, my friends, so uh, here we are, back in the mix. Off we go. You just heard the parable, which is me overpaying for, well, actually not overpaying. I got paid exactly what I had ordered. But a confusion in not paying the attention to the details in the $37 order or $33 order, 34 somewhere in that ballpark order that I had at Schwack Tacos. Got too many extra sandwiches on that, a little barbecue and a chicken sandwich. Principle we took from that was when you don't pay attention to the details, you pay a price. When you don't pay attention to the details, you pay a price. Paying attention to the fucking details matter. Now, listen, it is impossible for you and I to stay attention, uh, to stay astute and completely on point with all the details all the time. Right, it's just it's impossible. There's not one human being on the planet who is always on top of the details. Like there are every single day, you're missing shit. There are details that fly right by your face you are completely unaware of. There's stuff that is happening that you are oblivious to. There are people that are saying things and asking things of you that you are totally missing. There are signals spoken and unspoken coming to you from individuals in your life that are trying to get you to understand something. There are details all around you every fucking day. Your mind literally is deleting. From your existence. So here's the deal. It's, you're never going to be perfect inside of the details, but there's a consequence for it. When you don't pay attention to the details, you pay a price. In my case, I, well, I bought an entire extra sandwich that I didn't actually want. Now, we're going to take that principle. We're going to tie it in here to the Warrior Book. We're diving directly into page 410, my friends. Chapter 34, the quarterly game. Here it is. Let's start with a quote by Bill Gates. We all need people who give us feedback. That's how we improve. Now, side note here on feedback. Feedback is an interesting place. I'm going to give you a little theory here on feedback. You ready? 
Uh, everybody has an opinion about how you should do shit. Everybody has an opinion about how you should think. Everybody has an opinion about how you should operate. Warrior has an opinion about how you should operate. Right? Your parents have an opinion. Your wife, your husband has an opinion. Your kids have an opinion. Your neighbors have an opinion. People at your church have an opinion. Everybody has an opinion about how you should be operating in life. That's okay. But here's a hierarchy of how I determine who I'm going to listen to with feedback, right? Bill Gates is correct. Everybody needs some feedback. Here's the deal, though. First people that I, that, uh, that I listen to when it comes to feedback. You ready? My wife and children. Second... My parents. Third, my mentors, people I pay and mastermind groups I'm part of that I pay money to hear feedback from. Fourth, my clients who pay me. Everyone else, fuck off. Right? And that hierarchy moves from bottom to top. I pay clients to my mentors, to my parents, to my, my wife and children. Right? In that order. Which means feedback itself is coming to you all the time, but whether or not you're listening to it has a, is a totally different game. And yes, there are some details inside of feedback that if you don't pay attention to, you pay the price. But there's also some details in feedback that if you do pay attention, you pay the price. Which means not all feedback is created equal. Let's dive into verse number one. What is the win? Inside of the 90-day game, we have a series of small wins, small skirmishes and battles, if you will, that ultimately will win the war. You have to see, we have to see what is the ultimate outcome of the war. Two, most people when you ask him what do you want, couldn't tell you because they don't know. They're clear about what they don't want, but those are negatively driven outcomes. An impossible game is not about something you don't want to happen in your life anymore. We're going to create clear targets, not goals. Three, in a meaningful, specific way, we're saying there is a target. I'm a sniper. I'm hunting this bastard and I'm going to get him. We will know when a target has been met within our core four because we played the game. Four, inside the general tent, we write our targets down, talk about it with others, and then receive feedback on any course corrections we need to make or affirmation that we're on point. Five, feedback is an interesting conversation. What is feedback? Feedback is information. Now you're going to receive a lot of initial information inside the game, and none of it's going to come from you, and some of it's going to come from yourself. Maybe it's, oh, God, that's horseshit. Or after you write it down, you're going to be a little scared. Ah, that's really intense. That's going to require me to change a lot. It might even be a little nerve-wracking to actually be honest and write it down. This is why the foundation of the impossible game is living by the code. If you fucking lie, then guess what? The game you play is a fantasy. Six, if you tell the truth and live by the code, you write down what you truly want. A lot of men will lie about this. They'll write it down after they get internal feedback. They start to tell themselves a story that the task is behemoth and they aren't able to pull it off. They self-sabotage away their greatness. Seven, sometimes we reject feedback because it's so different from what we initially were thinking. I'm going to have to consider that sometimes it helps us to have somebody who's in the game with us to provide that different perspective. They don't have the stories of the game like we have, so sometimes they'll see it a little clearer. Eight, that's how I operated with my wife. In the beginning stage of our marriage, I created a massive problem. We'd been married less than 19 months, and I was a mortgage banker broker. We were living in Las Vegas, and at the time, we were out on a walk in the park with my wife and I and our dogs. I was having some problems with my team, so she was giving me some feedback about the business. My wife is a hairstylist. I said something was likely one of the most ridiculous statements I've ever made to my wife, which cost me for a decade due to the massive ripple effect of the words I used. Here's how it went. Nine, what do you know about business? You're a fucking hairstylist. The next time I need your opinion about business, I'll tell you. Until then, shut your goddamn mouth. Wow. Side note. Uh, yeah. I'm already very aware that was not a win, my friends. I'm already aware. So... Any thoughts you've had in your mind, I've had them worse about myself, so I get it. Verse 10, yeah, for the first two years of marriage, my wife would say, you're a dickhead. And so, you know, 
And just so you know, fuck off. I'm going to spend your money. I'm going to likely leave you, you dumbass. 11. That was how I dealt with feedback from my wife when it came to my business before my journey to what warriors now. Recently, upon editing this book, my wife gave me feedback about my business again. I didn't get riled up while standing there washing dishes. She gave me feedback. I accepted it. I received it. I didn't do anything to it. I didn't reject it. I was just, okay, I just received it. Now, there's some people's feedback that you should need to reject immediately, which I'll explain in a moment why. And knowing the difference between the two is so important. 12, sometimes you'll deflect the feedback. This means you'll send it to you and you'll go, it's all about you, it's not about me. You don't receive it or you'll distort the feedback, taking it, then shifting the message from what it initially was. 13, when it comes to our outcomes, we're wanting to receive, not reject, deflect, or distort. We want to receive the feedback, especially by the people we trust. Our brothers within Warrior, mentors, accountability partners, wife, etc. These individuals want what's best for you and here's a checklist. So I already gave you the checklist. One, my queen and children. Two, parents and siblings. Three, people you pay for advice. Four, people who pay you for advice. Now, I'm going to take that game and we're going to move it forward into this game of creating a quarterly target. Okay, so the entire, and I'm not going to read the rest of the chapter. I'm actually going to go freestyle with you on this. I'll come back to a piece of it here in just a second. But here's the ultimate target, right? The ultimate target is for you to create a quarterly impossible game. Okay, and there's going to be quarterly impossible games that you're going to create for yourself across body, being balanced, and business. This is not, uh, this is not easy. It is not, uh, it's not also all the time something that's going to make sense, but it is something that's simple. It's something that demands and requires you to see and to do things from a different place, right? So an impossible game itself is speaking to the following possibility, which is what you are saying is impossible. And so we create a body outcome, we create a being outcome, we recreate a balance outcome, we recreate a business outcome, and all of these outcomes we are creating linked up to this one experience, which is what is the measurable target at the end of 90 days? Okay, it could be 12 weeks, could be 16 weeks, whatever your target is. But the, the, but the outcome of this game is the same, which is we are choosing to create a quarterly target, a quarterly game that's going to move our body, being, balance, and business forward together. Now, core four supports us in power to get there. The stack supports us in power to get there. Our daily, our weekly generals tent, our one door four keys, all of these mechanisms support us to get to this place of creating clear outcomes across body, being, balance, and business. Every quarter of my life, I am running some kind of a challenge. I have a quarterly challenge that's happening, a quarterly challenge that's moving me forward, a quarterly challenge that is not only something that stretches me, but something that at times people, people give me feedback on that think I'm crazy. Even some of my mentors say, well, it's crazy that you're trying to pull that off in one quarter. But here's what I know. When you don't pay attention to the details, you pay the price. And the detail we're specifically talking about is this. What is the target you are moving towards? Seriously, think about this. Look in your world. What is the measurable target you are moving towards inside of your life right now? Do you have a clear challenge you are moving towards inside of your body? Or are you just drifting? Are you just drifting? Hey, well, you know what? The next 90 days is going to be the same as the previous 90 days. Or are you just in some kind of hopium that your body is just going to magically do something better in the next 90 days with some random wandering generality of a mission? Being, how do you know you're going to be more spiritually evolved, more, more spiritually and emotionally on point with yourself, with God, the universe, and your purpose? 
In the next 90 days, what would be the measurable game that would actually tell you that you had accomplished this? Like, literally, how would you know? How would you know? Third, balance. What's the target you're moving towards inside of balance? Do you have a target you're moving towards? Like, in 90 days from now, how would you know that your marriage was better? In 90 days from now, how would you know that your relationship with your children was better? In 90 days from now, how would you know your relationship with yourself was better? All right, business. How would you know in 90 days that your business is moving forward? How would you know? Do you have a specific financial target you're chasing? Do you have a specific lifestyle target you're chasing inside of how much you work and how much you play? Like, what is the measurable? See, when you don't pay attention to the details, you pay a price. Do you realize most human beings wander around in life with almost no clarity whatsoever about the direction of their lives? None. There's a sense of direction that comes when you're in college, you know, in high school. What are you going to be when you grow up? As if somehow you could determine what you were going to be when you grow up and it would just be that thing permanently forever, right? That there's some kind of thing that you can do. This is not how it works. This is not how it goes. It's never gone this way. It never will go this way. And yet you and I are sitting in this situation and we're sitting in this place where we're, we're trying to determine, okay, well, do I have a direction that I'm focused on? When you wake up on a Monday... Does your week itself build towards you accomplishing some quarterly impossible game? My guess is the answer is no. And if it is, it's usually in one, maybe two areas, but all four? See, welcome to the warrior's way. See, every quarter I'm pushing, pushing something. I'm accomplishing something. I'm doing a world's toughest mutter. I'm doing a marathon. I'm learning how to surf. I'm taking jujitsu. I'm boxing. Um, I'm getting surgery. I'm fixing my teeth. I'm having surgery on my Achilles tendon. I'm taking yoga. I'm doing some. I, there is some objective of I need to learn and grow and become something more physically. Inside of being, I'm writing books. I'm publishing podcasts. I'm journaling. I'm, I'm going on a spiritual study, reading books I may have never read before. I'm measuring those at the end by putting on a seminar, a presentation about it. Like, what is the direction for your being? Balance? I'm taking my wife on a three-day getaway. I'm taking my children on a getaway also. I'm counting up the total number of date nights that I take my kids and my wife on. Like, there's a measurable game where I can say, yes, I won, or no, I did not. Business, it's very simple. It's a marketing target, a sales target, a money target, and a lifestyle target. It has to have a deadline. And it has to be a measurable target inside of all four. I'm going to read the final verse here, verse 38, page 417. The impossible games are going to require us to become more than who we are today. As we get clear on these targets, which will excite us to go to war, the rest of the game that we're about to dive into supports us in pulling off the impossible. So there's where you are today, and there's where you say you're going to go play. That's it. And this, this itself is the journey. This is why we enter the warrior time warp. When you start to stack the code, tell the fucking truth, with daily stack and core four, and then you line up your one door and your four keys, and all of this is pointing towards four specific 90-day outcomes across body being balanced business across the core four, game over. Game over. Here's our points upon it from the general set for today. Point number one, what do you want? Why does this matter? When are you going to get it done? 
How are you going to do it? Well, we will know when a target has been met with our core four because we played the game. Point two, the foundation of the impossible game is living by the code, where feedback is an essential play by your brothers. If you tell the truth and live by the code and you write down what you truly want. Point three, it's important to learn what your feed, where your feedback is coming from to help you decide whether or not to accept it or reject it. The key is whether or not the feedback is coming from your proof list of people within your circle of influence. Point number four, when playing the impossible game, there's a several steps beyond your reality kind of impossible, and then there's just completely impossible impossibility. Make sure you have some semblance of reality with your target. Now, the game itself becomes the container. Here's where I am today. And 90 days from now, here is where I am going across body, being, balance, and business. And then all the rest of the work that we do in between, core four, one door, four keys, stack, weekly generals tent, monthly benchmarks, weekly targets inside a general's tent. All of this is there to support the arrival of a new version of you in the have-it-all lifestyle. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the action guides, personalized, customized journaling, and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.